Welcome to the What to Read Next podcast. In this podcast, your host, Lori Amin, will invite a bookish guest to share their favorite book recommendation. If you share a passion for books and always looking for your next read, then join us. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to What to Read Next podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. So happy to have you talk to you, talk to you again. So for those listeners, we're recording two episodes at once. So, so tell us like Kelly, you know, something interesting that you've done in this past year of the panorama. <laughs> I love that. I, I don't think I've heard that word um, to describe the <laughs> pandemic yet. So I appreciate that. <laughs> There's all these different names that we don't want to talk pandemic. We're like panorama, pandemic, pen. Yes. I, I hear pandemic a lot. Um, panorama, not so much, but now I feel like I'm here for it. Um, it sounds like a party, but um, yeah, no, I mean the last, oh man, the last year. Well, let's see. The podcast has continued. That's been great. Um, I've also, I think, taken up with doing a lot more interviews with authors on Instagram and that's been really fun. Like I, I love just, I'm an extrovert. I'm an Aries. I thrive off of talking in general. Like, I mean, there's a reason I have a podcast, but I love talking and interacting with other people. And so living in a studio apartment in a pandemic doesn't give you a lot of opportunities to do that, much less a city that I moved to during the pandemic. I mean, I know you and I are in very similar situations in that way, and that we moved to a city so far away from home, um, you know, and basically isolated ourselves. <laughs> in a Which, <laughs> Yeah. And, and sometimes that's great. Sometimes it helps you get more stuff done. But um, I have really enjoyed, you know, in the last year doing more Instagram interviews with authors and lives. I, I started doing the Boobies and Newbies book club on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It used to be a podcast episode that I would record, but I thought it'd be fun to do it on Instagram during the pandemic. And I think I will continue it on Instagram after the pandemic, just because it's another great opportunity to chat with, you know, a fellow blogger or book lover and have people pop into the comments with, you know, their thoughts about the book. So I, I like interacting with people. I wish I could do it every day, but we're almost we're almost there. <laughs> and I know when we do get there, I'll be complaining about how I have to see people every day. So there's no winning, you know, but um, yeah, no, that's been probably one of my favorite new additions to the podcast and, you know, website in general is just talking to more authors, expanding my own reader list. Um, I, this year, my goal has been to read more new to me authors mm -hmm. because I, I, you know, and it's funny today we're talking about auto buy authors, but I, I think too often we rely on our auto buy authors in general. Like that's, oh, that's it. I have to wait for this person's book to come out. It comes out, you read it. Don't bother me. This is what I'm reading. And you know, when you run out of their back catalog, you got to move on to something else. Like, and that's sort of what I've been trying to do this season on the podcast is read new to me authors, read, you know, authors of different backgrounds and ethnicities. Like, I just want to make sure that I have a well-rounded education when it comes to reading romance, because I want to introduce newbies to reading romance to the genre. And I don't want to introduce them to it a very small section of the genre. I want to give them a taste of everything. So 
that's, I think the more that I can read and know about then the better recommendations that I can make and be more purposeful with my recommendations for readers and listeners. Yeah, I agree. I think like the panorama or the pandemic (laughs) has brought me like a sense of like, you know, connecting, like I had to make sense. Like I'm, I'm not an introvert fully, like I'm an extrovert, but not, not fully extrovert, like I'm an ambivert. So I need both and I need interactions on a daily basis. And so allow me to just chat with people. Like that's the whole purpose of this podcast was like, I just want to make new friends. Like I had, someone was like, oh, that's really cute. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's the whole purpose. Like, I just want to make new friends. Like, And it's hard. It's hard to make friends as an adult when like you're not um, at a, an office job, like surrounded by people or you're not going to school. Like it's hard. It is hard. And the whole thing is like, you want to talk, you want to make friends on different interests. Like I have, I have my fitness friends. I have like my work friends. I I was like, I want to have book friends, like people I can talk about books and just like talk about romance, talk about like thrillers, talk about this. And like, Mm -hmm. I really love doing that. And so I think the the pandemic allowed me because it was like, well, there's a medium and I'm having yeah. to be good at it. I might as well just have these interactions and then it exploded. So that's why we're, we have too many episodes, but that's like, that's here and there. Uh, but I really <laughs> love like the idea of reading with intention. You yeah. Know, like I'm reading to discover, I'm reading to recommend. Yes. I'm reading to review a book. I'm reading to see like who can find, who will be the best reader for this book, like to be a matchmaker, like a sense of like. I love, that's the perfect way to describe it. Like b- people will ask me all the time, like, well, how do you choose the books like and the guests and like putting them together? And I, I always say, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I'm really thoughtful about it. Like mm-hmm. I'll admit it's not all the time, but sometimes I'll be like, oh, you know what? You know who would like this book about baking is my friend who's obsessed with the Great British Baking Show and he bakes the best damn cake I've ever had. So it's a perfect partnership. But other times it's almost like serendipitous. Like mm-hmm. I will choose a book and then choose my guest and it just works out that that's the book we're going to do. And then while reading, my guests will be like, oh my God, did you pick this book about, you know, a sex worker? Because you know that I used to strip and I'm like, oh my God, no, like I, (laughs) I can't believe this happened. Like this is fantastic. And so, um, I think, I think by putting out, um, by trying to be more, have better intentions with the books Mm -hmm. that I do choose and recommend the universe is rewarding me by also giving me a break on some of the other ones that I'm less specific about. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love the fact is like, you're just a book matchmaker. And so, you yes. know, yes, we have autobi authors and sometimes our authors during the pandemic did not write as much as we would like them to do. And you're only releasing one book called Christina Lauren. Now. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God. But you know what? It allowed me to discover other books. And that's, yeah. the, that's the beauty of it. So like having, even though your autobi authors may not be producing as much as they can, it just gives you space to try on different authors. If you like this, then mm-hmm. try this. If you like this theme, then you try this. Or if you like this trope, then you're trash for, then here are some recommendations. <laughs> and here's what the opportunity is. And that's where we have you know, content like podcasts and books around yeah. and booktube to find recommendations, to find a place for you to know, like, you know, like, what can I read next? Like, I spend years not having, not knowing what I should read next. Like, Same. Like, I didn't, I didn't even know 
booktube and bookstagram were a thing until I started the podcast. Like I, I had no idea. Like I also, you know, I just always went to the library or like picked up, you know, whatever, whatever I, you know, what I used to do is like, you know, on a book cover, how like sometimes there'll be another author that like leaves a blurb or recommendation. I would see like, Oh, well, Lori Foster liked this book. So I know I will too. (laughs) And that's like how I picked my books for a good majority of the first few years of reading romance. <laughs> well, I didn't read romance until booktube. Like I actually read whatever Reese was like promoting. So like, you know, the Reese nice. books were promoting any commercial fiction that was out there. I did read a lot checklist in the 2000s. So that's where I read, but I read the same authors. Like there were like yeah. the same five authors. Same. Uh, and it was very white. <laughs> you know? Yes. Like, no, I, I get it. I do get it. So yeah. So I think it was until 2016 where I had someone come and talk about YA. It was like not even about romance and basically said, you can go to booktube and there's recommendations there. And I was like, what? I did I read some YA I got I got my YA fixer and then I discovered new adult and that's where it shifted I was like new adult was like the gateway to romance because I was like well if I like this and my relationship with new adult is is a unique relationship because I used to work in a college for about 10 years oh nice I didn't know that that's awesome yeah so I used to be like I used to oversee Greek life I was the adult in Greek life. Like, <laughs> you're hazing someone. You're you're not supposed to do X, Y, Z. So I like Greek life <laughs> and all the fun stuff like in college. I was the adult helping you kind of like have fun in college. And so I left that career in 2012. And so I was like reminiscent, like reading about college. I was like, oh, like I had, you know, I had a great college experience, but I also had a great post-college experience where I was like involved in college. Yeah. And so it was like nice reminiscent of my job. And now I was like, well, let me grow up to see what adult are doing you know and that's how I ended up falling to romance but it was like I needed the recommendations I needed other people to tell me which books I should read you know right yeah no I'm with you I'm with you so I mean I'm so thankful for this community that we've mm-hmm. you know I, I I feel blessed enough to like call myself a part of at this point just because it's broadened what I do read and the authors that I read. I had no idea what indie romance was when Mm I, you know, came on the scene with the podcast because I bought my books in a store or I got them at the library. And unfortunately you won't find a lot of indie romance published at a store or in the library. And so they're starting. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's getting better. Um, but, but I mean, I feel like a good half, if not more, of the authors that I read regularly today mm-hmm. are not ones that I yeah. knew about whatsoever five years ago. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm very thankful for this community for that reason. Yeah. So let's check some autobi authors. So let's see which ones are in your autobi. Like, you know, until <sighs> I they're an autobi. <laughs> you know. Okay. So the first two kind of go hand in hand because mm-hmm. I love them both as authors. I love them both as humans. I'm part of their Facebook reader groups, and they've also written a few different series together, and that's Claire Kingsley and Lucy Score. Love them. Love them, love them, love them. Um, Lucy, I had read several years ago um, and never really, I, I mean, I didn't really 
get into like following authors or like connecting with authors until again, the podcast came along. Um, so I read one of her books. Um, it was lovely and she has a great knack for comedy, but also sexy. So I really enjoyed that. And, um, Claire first came across my email because I was asked to read one of her upcoming books for the podcast. And this was, I think the first season of the podcast. So if somebody reached out to me with a request, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. They think of me. <laughs> and uh, I still think that way sometimes though. And um, it was, the book was called Faking Miss Wright. And it's the first book in Claire Kingsley's Dirty Martini Running Club series, which I just think is a hysterical name for a series that these people go running and then get together and have martinis. Like, that is the last thing on my mind after I take a jog is having a martini. <laughs> but um, yeah, the two of them, they write sexy rom-coms and they've done a couple series together. So there's one called Bootleg Springs, which is like a family saga. Like each book is like a different sibling in the family. And there's also like this ongoing mystery, like threaded throughout the books. And I devoured that series, loved every bit of it. Um, they have another series that they did with two other authors that is the one series I will recommend to everyone until the day I die. And that is called the Blue Water Billionaire series because it is four books by four authors, but it all revolves around the same cast of characters and they are female billionaires living in Florida. And I... I mean, I can count the amount of books I've read about female billionaires on one hand. So the fact that this was four books and they all have different career paths, you know, one of them's a scientist, one of them is a makeup mogul, like, oh my gosh, I hook, line and sinker fell for that series. Lucy wrote the first book in the series, which is called The Price of Scandal. And just to give you a little insight, the first time you meet the hero he is lounging in a bubble bath in the heroine's bathroom. Like that is her introduction to him. And that is our introduction to him. And I was like, that's it. I love this book. That's all I need to know that I am going to love this, this big bur British burly man in a bathtub. Like, <laughs> so um, that just gives you a little idea of why I love both Lucy and Claire, like very fun, very flirty, also very sexy. Rom-coms can be extremely sexy too. Yes. I love this. I read some Claire Kingsley's um, book boyfriend, that whole yes. series. I read them back to back. Like I read them too. Read. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I need more. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I think I've read I, I, I don't know if I've read every book that each of them has written, but if not, yeah. it's very close. Yeah. Yeah. That. And they're great. So love them. They partner on a few things together. Love that. Um, the other one uh, that I do, well, I have a few to recommend, but the next one I want to recommend is Talia Hibbert, who in my mind can do no wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's hard even deciding what book to recommend. Like you start with by Talia Hibbert, because Obviously, most recently, people have fallen in love with the Brown sisters. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's it starts with Get a Life, Chloe Brown, and you can read them each as a standalone. But um, that's the book to start with, in my opinion. It's the first one in the series. However, she also has written 
modern day royalty in the princess trap. We reviewed a, um, a, a, paranormal romance she's written called mating the huntress Mm -hmm. so i mean she's really got a little bit of everything but what i love about talia's books is there is such a broad range of diverse characters i mean you know she she writes interracial romance mostly but um a lot of her characters are plus size a lot of them are neurodiverse a lot of them um are bisexual or pansexual or demisexual. I mean, she really, really covers her bases when it comes to diversity in her books, whether it's a paranormal, you know, romance or just modern day contemporary characters set on a a college campus. I mean, it's, it's so diverse. So I've never been disappointed by one of her reads. Um, I, I really do appreciate the thought that goes into her books. And I think that's what makes them so memorable for me is you can tell that there's been so much thought put into these characters. Yes. And I love that she writes a lot of cinnamon roll heroes. And for me, that's like, uh, yes, I'm just like, I'm all about the cinnamon roll hero. And it's just like, and she just has it in different shapes and sizes and different forms. Like a hero who cook for you. A hero who just like do this. A hero who's like, who would read romance or we will like save you from a fire drill when there's like a <laughs> yeah there is not one hero of talia's that i have not wanted to bone i mean like every single one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes so and that's what i'm looking for right yeah. <laughs> he's a lot of buy for me i'm like i pretty much and i have a cumulative she has like healthy backlist like you can yeah. dive into and like there's a little bit of everything and there's audio books available for some of her some self-published books mm-hmm. so there's a there's a there's a little bit for everyone so yeah she's got a lot i i she's an author that i recommend to a lot of people to get started with um mm-hmm. if they are beginning beginning romance readers um just because her books I think are where I see romance going like I think they're almost ahead of their time in that this is like what these are the expectations that I'm now going to have reading romance into the future like I want to see the diversity I want to see different sized and abled characters like I this is this is what we should be writing and reading and so she set a standard and it's a high one. <laughs> I love this. So who's your next how to buy author? Okay. So I have two more and they're both very different from each other. Um, I, I'm going to start with uh, Lonnie Linvale. And here's the thing. I am not, I'm not a super, I'm not super into like cops or mm-hmm. firefighters or I mean, I guess it's bad to say like public servants don't turn me on, but I, I don't know. I, I I guess um I like to read sort of like the the artist more or the chef or you know, I'm a very creative person. Um, so so that appeals to me a lot. So I don't normally read suspense because it has FBI or agents of some kind, like you know, any sort of espionage. It's not really my go-to thing. And so the fact that I have read <laughs> almost every series written by Lonnie Linvale, just, I, it astounds me. I really don't know what it is. So 
It's not so much suspense. However, she has several series that all exist within the same universe. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that I started with is called KPD SWAT. And it's the Kilgore Police Department SWAT. So she has a few series that kind of overlap between Kilgore, I think it's Texas, and then there's also like an area in Louisiana that's like close to Texas. Mm-hmm. So they you you'll see characters from different books in like the different locations appear because they're related to somebody else or they're part of the same motorcycle club. Um, and so that's the thing is it's a combination of police officers who are on the SWAT team together and they're also part of whatever motorcycle club is in that area. I will say I am a sucker for a motorcycle club romance. So (laughs) I think it just kind of like ticks a lot of boxes for me. But what I love most is that after she wrote KPD SWAT, she came out this past year. I think it was last year that she did it where every month there was a new book in this series called KPD SWAT Generation 2.0. And it's the children of the first original KPD SWAT members all grown up and them falling in love. And the way she, first of all, anybody who can write 12 books in one year, like I, I just don't understand. But it was really a cute idea because the way she framed it was that they were all posing for a KPD SWAT calendar. And so every month was like Mr. January, Mr. February. And I just thought that was such a clever idea. And so like you could start with the Generation 2.0 if you wanted to, but because I had already read KPD SWAT and like a few of the other series leading up to it, I knew who all these people's like parents were. And I was like, oh my God, I remember your romance. And now this was the kid that y'all had at the end of your book. And they were like a terror as a toddler. And now they're all grown up. I loved that. It's it's the only series that I've read that's done that. I know it's not the only one out there that's like that. Like There are tons There's of books out there. Yeah. So Jay Cornover is coming up with the Markman generation, next generation. Or okay. Jay- they're getting kids from the same generation. So if you like, so Jane Cronover's Markman is tattoo men. They have a tattoo artist, Ooh. tattoo shop, and they will and they'll have dick piercings. They'll have different <gasps> types of yes. dick piercings. Like not yes, even like yes, they'll the yes. same. They all have different types of it. <laughs> so um there's like eight books in a series. It's like delicious. So she just came up that she's gonna write the next generation, and then she's oh. like, have to buy the next book because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna come into your mole. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I wanted the whole series. So yes. I'm calling around Danny to buy the next book. So like okay. so we can write more. Um Kristen Barker Ritchie has Dedicted and Callaway Sisters. It's kind of like the Kardashians, like um, and so their kids are like the Kardashians if Northwest was grown up and she had a bodyguard. And so oh my God. the next generation is the, the kids and the bodyguard. So all falling in love. And there's like MFM, there's MM, there's like female male, like there's like all the diversity. I love that. And because the the parents had like 15 kids, like it was like they have <laughs> all these kids, they, they, they grow up. So I think, kind of- uh, I think Rachel Van Dyken's done that as well. Yeah. Like I think she has a mafia series that's like yeah. that too, where it's like the kids of the OG yeah. 
mafia <laughs> folks. And no, and it's a, it's a really clever idea. Like, I mean, you have to really want to spend so many years like with these characters, but I think it's really I think it's really well do- if it's really well done, yeah. then you'll love it. And I happen to love the stories that Lonnie Linvale has created. And all of them are either cops. Um, there's there's also, I think, a series that's um firefighters. There's another one where it's a lot of like old army friends who who put together like a a safe shelter for like abused women and children and it's like they rescue women from these abusive situations and everything so I mean it's it's an interesting range and then to see like the next generation of kids grown up I really I really appreciate it and they're they're really sexy um it's they're also very much insta love ish Mm -hmm. like not not all of them but I will say what I do I think maybe the reason I like them is because they're so easy to read. Like it's very much like man falls in love with woman, woman falls in love with man. And once they're together, there are no problems in their relationship. And the only issues are whatever weird outside force they're dealing with. Like maybe it's a stalker, maybe it's a, um, a bombers in town. Maybe it's somebody from the past. But what I do like is that they, there's no bullshit. Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. explicit. it's fine. <laughs> there's no, there's no bullshit in the relationship. There's no, none of the, uh, oh, there's a stupid misunderstanding or like, I thought he cheated on me. No, like that, that is the one thing that I love about the, these books is that once they're together, they're together. That's it. Like maybe there's an accidental pregnancy, but guess what? Everyone's excited. So it's fine. Like, so <laughs> you never have anything to worry about as far as the relationships themselves, which is not my usual go-to, but I think that's why she's one of my autobi authors is like, I always have her to fall back on. Mm-hmm. I love this. And she's prolific. So you have enough. Yes. <laughs> there are, oh my God, there are so many. Like I, I still think I have more to read and I've, what I, she's one of my most reread authors too, because yeah. I will read her books at night before falling asleep because I already know what's going to happen. I already know everything's okay. I already know that I don't need to worry. And so there's something comforting about that, that is what I need right before bed. <laughs> um, the last one I'm going to recommend, this is, maybe this will surprise you, Laura, because this is so not what I talk about on the podcast. I don't usually review books like this. I don't talk about them. I don't recommend them. Lauren Donner writes two series that I love. One of them is about aliens. <laughs> And one of them is called the New Species series. <laughs> oh my god! I've been dying to have an alien romance person come and talk about this. So I, I could not, for the life of me, tell you how I fell in love with her books. Like I don't know why I picked one up. I don't know what it was that kept me coming back. But I just was like, this is different. <laughs> And I think part of it is uh, like years ago when I first got into romance, one of the authors that I was reading a lot of was Laura Lee Mm -hmm. and she has a series called the breed series. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the whole idea that it's like humans that have also been kind of like bred 
mix genes with animal species. And um, I don't know, there was something about it that I, it was like both weird and like interesting to me. And so I think maybe that's how I first found Lauren Donner, but the new species series is probably my favorite in terms of anything that's kind of um, shifter like, Mm -hmm. Um, and they don't even shift. It's not even like a shifter romance, but the whole idea is that there's like, it, it honestly sounds like the perfect setup for like a future television series. Like I can totally see this as a mini series on like HBO because it's all these um, people who were bred and like um, they were like science experiments. I mean, they were like grown in labs and bred with animal DNA. So they call themselves the new species because they freed themselves from the labs and basically like established their own sense of government. Like they talk about how they they're in the United States, but like they communicate with like the president of the United States and they have like a treaty and a pact and all this stuff. Like I really, really got into the fact that there's like this whole established government and system like with these people. And so most of the new species that the books revolve around are men and they fall in love with human women. And it's, um, you know, a little bit of the whole mating 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 trope where it's like oh I recognize something in her like you know and then they get together and it's like she's my mate Mm -hmm. sort of thing you know and I um I don't know I I kind of liked that and um like I said I don't usually read that trope this isn't something that you know normally appeals to me but something about this series I was really into like as far as like the science and the government goes and they um they're pretty hot. I mean, I will say like, they're pretty hot and there's actually some great humor in them as well. Uh, so I, that's the series I started with of hers. And then I moved on to, she has multiple alien series. So there you go, Laura, my alien romance reading (laughs) friend. Um, you've got, you've got plenty to work with. Um, so, uh, let me see. I didn't, I didn't look up the titles for the, oh, Cyborg Seduction. That's one of the series. <laughs> and they're all, they're not aliens, I guess. They're cyborgs. Um, there's another one called The Vorge Crew. And that one, that one's one of the newer ones. I actually really liked that one. That one is like a bunch of aliens and they're on one spaceship. And I think the ship is called The Vorge. And so that's that's what it but basically all of her books whether it's the new species or the alien are all about whatever species of male this is mating with a human female like it's always a human woman and then they get together with whoever the the male is but yeah i'm looking through my kindle and the amount of lauren donner that i have on here is stunning (laughs) i love this so much Yeah. So that's something if you're like, oh, I need my next alien read. Okay. I got you covered. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this. (laughs) So Kelly, tell us where you can find online. Yeah, absolutely. So boobiesandnewbies.com is my one-stop shop of a website. I've got links to Patreon, um, to, you know, different places where you can listen to the episodes. You can also listen to them right there on boobiesandnewbies.com. 
and uh, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at boobies podcast. I always have to say boobies like with an S because there's multiple, multiple boobs in uh, <laughs> boobies podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Kylie, for being on the show. Oh, thank you. Like always. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share with friends, subscribe, rate and review the show. This is the easiest way to support the podcast. For book recommendations, author interview archives, and other fun book resources and tips, please visit whatreadnextblog.com. The Watch Read Next podcast is part of the Frolic Network. To discover new shows to listen and love, please visit frolic.media slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.